LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This summer, click into Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot and get after those outdoor projects with some serious cordless power from Ryobi. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. Leaves and debris are no match for the 40-volt power of the Ryobi leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Tidy up those flower beds and keep your walkways looking sharp with Ryobi's 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Yard work, done and done. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source, The Home Depot. Shop now at The Home Depot or homedepot.com. How doers get more done. Oh, hi. Hello there. This is Let's Talk About Myths, baby. And I'm your host and every other person associated with this podcast, Liv. Well, you guys, just as I mentioned last week, we're taking a little breather amidst our return to Aeneid episodes, because it can get a little dark, you know, also because the darkest part is yet to come. But not only was I feeling a little bogged down by that dude, Aeneas, I also managed to take a short trip and actually get away for a hot minute. So that's all to say my time has been a little tighter this week because of that trip and the fact that I still have a full-time job. So I wanted a fun and hilarious episode to share with you all instead of more death and destruction and Roman propaganda. And last week's episode of the Aeneid gave me an idea. The Mercury, or Hermes, of Virgil's Aeneid is pretty obnoxious and definitely just a vessel for Jupiter's scolding in that scene with Aeneas, but the Hermes of Greek mythology? Ugh, dude is something else entirely. This is something I found while researching my book and realized I hadn't actually told the story in full on the podcast. Oh, how we've missed out on some quality Hermes content. 
This is the Hermes of Lore Olympus 2, a silly and slightly ridiculous man who's got some endearing moments. Now, oh, oh so long ago, at the beginning of this podcast, I had an episode about all the women Zeus assaulted in his various ways, and all the children that resulted from those events. I know I told you about Hermes then, but oh, how I didn't do his origin story justice. Also, as you'll see in your trusty podcast apps, just like with my episode on Persephone and Demeter, there is a bonus episode out today with a reading of the Homeric Hymn to Hermes. It's entertaining as hell, like hilarious. You'll want to make sure you listen to this episode first, but the Homeric Hymn can serve as a little extra when it comes to today's story. Plus, again, it's hilarious and wonderful. Now, a quick warning, I don't love to listen to myself speak, so I haven't re-listened to any past episodes I've done mentioning Hermes, so if I contradict myself here, well, that's just Greek mythology for you, along with some personal growth on my part. This is episode 90, The Trickster God Hermes, the original baby genius. Guys, how many of my deeply 90s references actually break through? Any of them? Hermes. Hermes, Hermes, Hermes. What a guy. One of the many, many goddesses, titans, nymphs that Zeus was with in all his years of being a huge asshole was a nymph named Maya. Maya is an interesting one. It seems she wasn't a huge fan of spending time with other nymphs, other people. She liked to hide out in a cave on Mount Kylene, just living her life. She did, however, seem to like Zeus. And don't we all just love an instance where a woman actually enjoyed the company of that old king of the gods? He who cares not what a woman feels. She actually enjoyed him, and they used to spend time together in the dead of night when Hera was soundly sleeping on Mount Olympus. Now, I'm not saying that part is a good thing. Zeus is still a cheating asshole, but at least Maya liked him, you know? They spent time together, and one of those times resulted in Maya becoming pregnant by Zeus. As a nymph, this meant that Maya's child by Zeus would be a god, or at least it did in this instance. There isn't a science as to which of his children would be godly or heroes, or anyone at all. It's all a bit random and based around what the stories needed to tell at any given moment. Maya's child, though, would be a god. This was a big deal. But if just the concept of a new Olympian god wasn't exciting and important enough, well, Hermes proved within minutes of his birth that his role as an Olympian god was going to be just a bit different from the status quo. In every way, Hermes is a lot. According to Theoi.com, the website that is so often my savior in old, impossible-to-find sources, says that he is, quote, the god of herds and flocks, travelers and hospitality, roads and trade, thievery and cunning, herald and diplomacy, language and writing, athletic contests and gymnasiums, astronomy and astrology. He was the herald and personal messenger of Zeus, king of the gods, and also the guide of the dead who led souls down into the underworld. Few. Quite the portfolio, and certainly the most extensive of any of the Olympian gods. So what can one expect from a child born with such high expectations attached to them? Well, let me tell you. From the very moment Hermes was born, he was destined for greatness. Or he was destined for something great in perhaps a more broad sense of the term. You see, from the moment Hermes was born, he was fulfilling his role as, yes, the trickster god. Now, some sources may have you believe that within mere minutes of being born, Hermes grew into a child. 
I, however, ascribe to the version where, still very much a baby, Hermes set out to begin his wily ways as the trickster god of the Greeks. Because regardless of whether he grew quickly or not, within minutes of being born and swaddled and placed in a crib by his mother, Hermes was up and at him. His first goal was simple. He, a baby, would steal his half-brother Apollo's sacred cattle. Totally normal, very typical for a newborn infant to wish to do such a thing. And not only wish it, oh, he set out to succeed. Hermes stole out of his mother's cave on Mount Kylene and was about to set out in search of those cattle. But what's that? A distraction! He may have been an advanced infant, but a baby he still was. Before Hermes could get anywhere in his search for cattle to steal, he encountered a turtle. Yes, a turtle. Or maybe a tortoise. I always forget the difference. Oh, what a cute and lovely turtle, Hermes said to himself. He quite enjoyed the animal, examining it and appreciating its means of evolution. What a shell, so protective, but not protective enough. Once Hermes has examined and appreciated the turtle, told the little guy how impressive he was, how very cool, how much Hermes loved him, he realized he had an even better idea. So he killed the turtle and emptied out its shell. You know, as a baby is wont to do. He emptied out its shell and attached some reeds and things to the right spots to invent the lyre, the musical instrument that would become so important to ancient Greece, their mythology, and the gods themselves, all invented by a baby who killed a turtle. With the lyre, the most iconic and important musical instrument of ancient Greece invented, Hermes plans to continue on with the goal that started it all, stealing Apollo's cattle. To find the cattle, Hermes, the baby, travels to Pyrea. As the sun is setting, Hermes comes down from the mountains of Pyrea, finally coming upon Apollo's herd of cattle. It's nearly dark now, the perfect time for a baby to steal some cows. He sneaks into the herd and separates off fifty of them, driving them off from the group as far as he could get them in the darkness. But he knows this won't be hidden for long. Apollo is sure to notice how many of his cattle are missing and be able to determine where they were led. No, Hermes needs to hide his tracks. But how? Easy peasy for the baby Hermes. As he drove off the cattle, he walked backwards so that, I guess, it would look like he was going the other way. But that would be back to where the cattle were originally, so frankly, I don't think it works. But we're to believe this did disguise where Hermes was taking the cattle. He also somehow reversed their own footprints so that the back feet were in front and the front behind. How? Anyone? Anyway, we're to believe this worked, and Hermes, the baby, successfully disguised where he was taking Apollo's cattle. Having whisked the cattle pretty far away, and successfully at that, Hermes continues on. Next up, he makes himself some sandals, brilliantly crafted sandals. The Homeric hymn is very, very impressed with the sandals that baby Hermes invents for himself, so I'm sharing it with you. But I mean, minor point here. He made some sandals. According to Robert Graves, he made sandals for the cows to disguise the tracks, but personally, I've found no proof of cow sandals. As the baby Hermes continues on with this freshly made, beautiful, just incredible sandals, he leads the cattle further and further away from the rest of Apollo's herd. Of course, Apollo does discover the loss, but Hermes has been covering his tracks so well that Apollo himself has no idea how to go about finding his own cows. Hermes' travels bring him across an old man who's tending to his fields. 
Hermes bribes him to keep his mouth shut, not to tell anyone that he'd seen a baby herding cattle in what I can only imagine was a very suspicious manner. He was, after all, a baby. With this man safely bribed, Hermes and the cattle continued their journey. When it got dark, Hermes prepares to settle in for the night. He hides the cattle away, possibly in a cave or possibly even a structure specifically made for cows. But either way, they're tucked safely away, except for two. Then he settles out to make fire. Some even say that this is when in fire is invented itself. Hermes the baby creates such a roaring fire on which he can sacrifice these two leftover cattle. So again, the baby finagles the cattle into the right position, slits their throats, cuts them up, and roasts them over the fire. He doesn't eat any, though, as much as he'd like to, because he's a god and they simply can't be eating human food. No, instead, he kills them for no good reason other than sacrifice, which fine, the ancient Greeks considered to be a very, very good reason. The next morning, Hermes hides the evidence that he's been there at all, save for the safely tucked away cattle, and then proceeds home to his mother in her cave on Mount Kyleni. He sneaks in silently while she is sleeping, proceeds straight back to his crib, because, you know, he's a baby, wraps himself back up in his swaddling clothes, tucks his newly invented lyre safely by his legs, and pretends to be very much asleep, having never left in the first place. But Maya is no dummy, and she knows immediately that he's snuck in and tried to pretend as though he hadn't been off gallivanting all day and night, the first day and night that he's been alive. I mean, as if she wouldn't notice. Maya calls him out. You think you can pull one over on me? She asks him. Oh, no, no, no. Don't try to pretend you haven't been off causing trouble. Apollo's going to have your head. She tells Hermes that he needs to speak with his father, Zeus, before he's found by Apollo, who will surely do much, much worse to him when he learns who stole his precious, sacred cattle. Mother, Hermes responds, affronted. Are you trying to scare me, your precious, newborn baby? Even now, while I'm still a newborn, but apparently very good at language skills? Fine, he continues. I'll do as you say and go to talk to Zeus. Clearly Hermes knows that while he is sure to get away with a lot as a baby, he won't be getting away with this. But he can push the limits just a little bit further. He proceeds to tell his mother that he intends to ask Zeus for him to be the god of herdsmen, something Apollo currently controls, and that if not, he'll be the god of thieves, and Apollo will be sorry because he'll go to Delphi and sneak into Apollo's temple and steal everything of value. Anyway, Hermes is incredible. I mean, what a kid. The mouth on him. The audacity. A true hero. Meanwhile, Apollo is on the hunt for his missing cattle. He's followed the scent or the tracks that Hermes tried to hide. He's followed something, and it's led him to the old man tending to his fields. Old man, Apollo calls. I'm in search of missing cattle. Have you seen any? I'm paraphrasing here, because in truth, Apollo has this whole story to tell him about how it's really quite weird that his cattle went missing, given all the things he had in place to protect them and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, old man, have you seen my missing cattle? He asks. Hmm, says the old man hard for me to say. I see a lot of things, you know. Finally, he goes on. Come to think of it, now that I remember, I did see a child, a baby, really, guiding some cattle past this way a short while ago. Maybe that's who you're looking for? The old man tells Apollo that the child, the baby, was driving the cattle backwards, attempting to disguise their tracks. But again, sure, it will look like they're walking in the opposite direction, but you still have both directions. It's not hard to figure that one out, Hermes. The old man tells Apollo this, who's 
thrilled to finally have a lead as to where his damn cattle are. But who is this child? This baby? What a mystery. Because remember, Hermes is so freshly born and a child of Zeus and Maya, and therefore not Zeus and his wife, so for a bit, none of the other gods know that there is another god born, another god to join them on Mount Olympus. But with the tracks of both Hermes and his sandals and the cattle themselves to go off of, it isn't long before Apollo finds the cave on Mount Kylene and goes inside to see who has stolen his precious cattle. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. This summer, click into Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot and get after those outdoor projects with some serious cordless power from RYOBI. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the RYOBI 40-volt battery-powered mower. Leaves and debris are no match for the 40-volt power of the RYOBI leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Tidy up those flower beds and keep your walkways looking sharp with RYOBI's 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Yard work, done and done. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source, The Home Depot. Shop now at The Home Depot or homedepot.com. How doers get more done. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. When Apollo enters the cave, Hermes hears him and knows immediately that he's nearly caught. But he still has options. He is, after all, a baby. And really, who's going to believe that a baby stole those cattle? Even for all the evidence, Apollo doesn't imagine it's a baby. The tracks left by Hermes' sandals suggest at least a man of normal size. Hermes cuddles up in his crib, making himself as small and infant-like as possible, hiding himself in plain sight. Apollo, at first, doesn't even see the crib as he examines the cave he's just entered. He examines the cave, goes through cupboards and closets, having a look at all of Maya's lovely clothes, all the gold she has, everything that makes the cave her home. Of course, for most of the time that he's examining the cave, Apollo's known that there's a sneaky little baby hiding out in that crib. And once he's examined the home, he calls out to Hermes. Hey, kid, he calls out. Come out right now and tell me what you've done with my cattle. If you don't, I'll be sending you straight to the underworld where neither of your parents will be able to save you. Apollo is getting angrier by the moment. Apollo, Hermes calls back, sitting up in his crib. What's this you're talking about? Cattle, you say? They're, those are cows? Hmm, cattle, no, haven't seen them. Not really sure what they look like at all, actually. 
Hermes replies to Apollo, forever trying to get himself out of the bind. Even if I had seen them, what would I do with some cows? Hermes goes on. No, I don't care for such things. I like naps and breast milk because, you know, I'm a baby. I was born yesterday. What would I possibly want with your cattle? Apollo isn't falling for Hermes' denials, though. He picks up the baby out of the crib and continues to insist that Hermes reveal where he's hidden the cattle. Hermes, while being held aloft by Apollo, sets in motion an omen and then sneezes. Startled, Apollo drops the baby and announces that, fine, if Hermes won't tell him where the cattle have been taken to, he'll find them on his own. He'll use the omens he has, those provided by Hermes, and he will find his cattle. The pair continues to fight, each still trying to make their points. Apollo insists Hermes took the cattle and that he will find them, and Hermes insists he did not. They yammer on in a sibling kind of way, neither conceding an inch. Finally, though, they reach Mount Olympus, where their shared father is there to settle the argument once and for all. What are you doing here with this newborn baby? Zeus asks his son Apollo when they arrive before him. Ugh, let me tell you, Apollo says, before launching into the whole story of Hermes stealing the cattle and then refusing to admit he's stolen the cattle, and where the fuck are the cattle anyway? Apollo rants and raves to his father. When Apollo is finished, Hermes provides his counterpoint. Let me tell you what really happened, he begins, and this is the truth. You know I can't tell a lie, Hermes says in a tone that convinces no one. You see, Apollo came to me in my cave when I was sleeping soundly as a newborn baby does. He came to me there, accusing me of stealing his cattle and threatening me with violence and death. But he had no witnesses, no one to indicate at all that I'd stolen the cattle. He just came in yelling about it. But truly, I don't know what he's talking about. I'm a baby. I didn't take his cattle into my home, didn't cross the threshold with them. No, I'm not guilty of this, he announces with a flourish. I am innocent. Of course, he's being very particular with the language he uses here. Zeus lets out a booming laugh at Hermes' denials. He knows his son, and he noticed that oh-so-particular language. Laughing, he tells Hermes that he needs to lead Apollo to his cattle and give up the game. Now that Zeus has announced it, made it clear that he knows the truth and that he's ordering Hermes to show Apollo to his cattle... Hermes agrees, and Apollo concedes that he won't hurt Hermes, so long as he does indeed get shown to his precious, precious cattle. But, of course, even when Hermes brings Apollo to his cattle, he has to admit that he's already killed two of them. How the hell did you manage to kill and flay two whole cattle as a baby? Apollo announces, horrified, as he should be. I am terrified for what you'll become when you're grown, he says, before trying to bind Hermes' hands and feet in an attempt to prevent him from growing any further. But this doesn't work. Hermes is powerful and will continue to grow in power. There's nothing Apollo can do to stop it. With a smile, Hermes knows just what he can do to appease Apollo and make this brother of his his friend. Apollo isn't a god one wants to have as an enemy, and Hermes happens to have invented something he knows for a fact Apollo will be interested in. So, as Apollo continues to look at Hermes in horror at his abilities as a baby, Hermes pulls out the lyre, lifts it, and begins to play to Apollo, singing a song of the gods. Apollo is so taken with Hermes' song that he completely forgives the rascal for all the trouble he's caused. Oh, your song is worth the fifty cows, Apollo tells him, being a little generous. But tell me, where did you learn it and where did you get this marvelous instrument? He asks in excitement. Oh, Apollo, Hermes says, 
I want us to be friends, so I won't withhold this instrument from you. In fact, he adds, I'll trade you. Hermes announces to Apollo that he will trade this lyre, the magnificent musical instrument, to Apollo in exchange for being the keeper of herds and cattle. Deal, Apollo replies excitedly. The lyre is far more thrilling to him than silly old livestock. He happily hands over his whip to Hermes and takes the lyre from him, enormous smile plastered across his god face. And so Hermes becomes, amongst many, many, many other things, the god of herdsmen. While Apollo, the god of music and musical instruments, devotes himself to the lyre, Apollo becomes forever known for it, a gift invented and given to him by that trickster baby who told the turtle he loved it before killing it and emptying out its insides. Man, I love Greek mythology. Shit's fucked up. Oh, you wonderful nerds, thank you all for listening. Well, today is September 1st, so I have a bit of a personal announcement. At the end of this month, I'm leaving my full-time job to become a full-time author and podcaster. You all have made it happen for me, whether through your Patreon donations, which I could not live without, or simply through your ratings and reviews, or your not complaining about ads. In whatever way you've helped, thank you, because holy shit, between this and the goddamn book, this is a dream come true. What is happening? But can I also just express how weird and surreal and kind of a bummer it is to have so many of your life dreams coming true right in the middle of a global pandemic where it's really tricky to enjoy such life accomplishments and successes because, you know, a deadly virus is ravaging everywhere? It's fucking surreal as hell, but still the coolest thing to ever happen. Thank you all for listening and rating and reviewing, for being a patron, or for one-off donations on my site, or for donations via books through Monroe's, or for pre-ordering my book, or like I said, for just not complaining about ads. You contribute in all different ways, and it's amazing. Holy shit, thank you. What the fuck is happening? I'll be back on Friday with the second to last episode of The Iliad, if you can believe it. How far we've come. Thank you all for being so cool. I am Liv, and I love this shit. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. This summer, click into Memorial Day Savings at the Home Depot and get after those outdoor projects with some serious cordless power from RYOBI. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the RYOBI 40-volt battery-powered mower. Leaves and debris are no match for the 40-volt power of the RYOBI leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Tidy up those flower beds and keep your walkways looking sharp with RYOBI's 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Yard work, done and done. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source, The Home Depot. Shop now at The Home Depot or homedepot.com. How doers get more done.
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.